Welcome to Tripod Trivia Night. This is show number seven. Thank you for joining me for this weekly sports quiz. To test your knowledge, pick up some pub ammo and hopefully have a bit of fun with me all in under 30 minutes. It's brought to you by myself, Winnie, in partnership with Top Sport. And tonight is a special episode for a couple of reasons. It's the second last show of the year. And it is also the show where we will do the major prize draw that I've been talking about all season long. Going to do that live on this show. There's seven people already in the draw and we're going to give two more of you who are watching and playing along live with me right now a chance to get into the draw in fact let's kick off the show with that chance to get straight into the draw so get into the chat if you're watching and have a comment have a guess it's going to be a visual question since it has to be someone watching as opposed to listening to this later on a pod the question is and i will give it to the first correct answer uh, or if no one gets it dead on, it'll be the closest. So have a shot. What year was this photograph taken? Plenty of people will recognise the photograph, but can you remember the year? Welcome, everyone who's joining in tonight. Uh, as usual, 25 points up for grabs, five rounds, five points per round. I don't think anybody scored in the 20s last week, uh, but the feedback I got was that people didn't mind some tougher questions. So I will probably give you the tip. I don't think tonight will be easy either, but uh, keep your score. It's more fun that way and see how you go. Now, I'll give you another moment and another chance to think about our visual question because I'm going to throw somebody into the major prize draw, whoever is first to correctly comment the year that this photograph, this iconic photograph was taken. I will tell you that's Muhammad Ali knocking out Sonny Liston. Now, there's comments coming through, but if people are commenting in the Tripod Facebook group, because it's a private group, we can't see your profile. So you will need to comment uh, in a public place to be able to get a chance to get in the draw. So I might revisit that one in just a moment because uh, I don't want to keep anyone waiting. This style of show is always uh, fast and furious. Let's jump into question or two. So round one, we're just going to do a whole topic on good old-fashioned rugby league. You know, that's our first and foremost and strongest love uh, of the tripod and I'm sure of many of our followers. Let's test out your NRL knowledge. And after I've done, say, two of these questions, we'll re revisit uh, who got the closest for that iconic photograph. Well, my first question is, of the current 17 teams, can you name all three that have never won a premiership? Do need to know all three to get the point. One should be pretty easy. There's one pretty new team. You can't really hold it against them. And do you know the other two that are yet to reach the promised land? It is the Warriors, Titans, and Dolphins, the three sides that have not uh, hoisted up the trophy at the end of the year. Warriors founded in 95, did make the grand final in 01 and 11 and, and a prelim this year. Uh, Titans joined the comp in 07 and, of course, Dolphins last year. Now, we're going to go into the comments and I'm going to see, yep, we've got, there you go, Connor, who's, I recognise his name because I've done the um, live draw and I wrote uh, Connor's name on the paper, which you'll see in front of me, so his name's in the hat. 
Um, that's correct. Dolphins, Titans, Warriors. So Nate, West Tigers did win the comp. So I can't give you a point for that. And Nate, I also recognise his name as being in uh, the major prize draw for later. So not to worry. Okay. Let's have a look at some of these guesses. I'm still going to give, I can see a couple close guesses. I still can't see anyone getting the correct year for that photo, which means if I jump back, still a chance. If you recognize this photo, even if you don't, just have a shot. Uh, you can get yourself into the major prize draw. Let's move to question two. Which team has the current longest finals drought in the NRL? In other words, which team is on the longest current streak of finishing outside the top eight? And I'm going to answer a couple of questions now. Simo is correct. West Tigers. Bonus point if you can give me the year that West last made the finals in the NRL. Nate, not correct with Eels. He might have been thinking it's been a while between drinks for premierships for the Eels, um, but clearly not in a finals drought just one year after missing out in the GF. Connor also got West. So bonus point, if people can recall when West last made the finals, I will also congratulate Jeff Craner, who many people know is a great friend of the pod, does a lot behind the scenes, and he's got every opportunity to get in these draws like anyone else. And 1965, that photo, which I put up at the start of the show, is correct. One of the most famous photos in sports history, Ali knocking out Sonny Liston uh, for the world heavyweight title. Jeff? Um, I've already put in show seven uh, intro winner into the hat. So you are now into the draw, which we will draw a little later in the show. And did anyone answer my bonus question? When was the last time Wes Connor says probably with Benji? He's right. And Mike says 2011. Well done, Mike. You are also right. So not only was Benji Marshall on the team last time the Tigers made the play, made the finals, he was the leading try scorer and the leading point scorer. So, and it was 2011. So we've got a competition that's got 16 teams apart from last year. Half of them make the finals. There's a salary cap to keep things supposedly even. And yet West missed the finals 12 years in a row and counting. But what do you think about next year? You've got Benji at the helm. Uh, and, of course, they were in the news this week after ousting their entire administration so maybe things are about to change i don't know let me know if you're a long-suffering tigers fan out there have you had a good week hearing that news are you looking forward to 2024 question three we saw nathan cleary won his second clive churchill medal in the grand final in october only two other players have ever won the clive churchill more than once can you name either of them so Simo jumped the gun because he saw two Clive Churchills, but I'm saying other than Nathan Cleary, I couldn't make it that easy for you. One is going back a little way, winning, well, technically winning one in the 80s, one in the 90s. And then we've got a player that won in the noughties and in the teens a little bit more recently. Well done, Mike Harrison got Billy Slater, who is one of the correct dancers. The earlier one was Bradley Clyde. 
won it with the Raiders in the 89 and 91 grand finals. You're a real OG footy fan if you recall that. And then Slater, look, he won in 09. There's, I guess you've got to put an asterisk next to it. The, the premiership was rescinded. But as far as I know, the medal still stands. And Billy doubled that up, winning it again in 2017. So well done to those that got Billy Slater or Bradley Clyde. Simple one, which club has won the most ever premierships? That is since 1908. Glory, glory. You know what? I My answer's uh, letting you down there, but I can just tell you the answer to that question is the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Sorry, that's a, just a typo on my uh, side of things with the slide there. But most premierships in the history of the game, South Sydney Rabbitohs with 21 premierships. So St George second most, I think they won it 15 times and they did win it like nine times in the 60s or so in around that around that era. Uh, Roosters up there as well, 14 or 15 times, but Simo's correct with Souths, Mark, Amy also getting Rabbitohs there. Well done, 21 times. Most recently in 2014, they'll play the first game of 2024 uh, in Vegas with a chance to win their 22nd. Last one. The other end of the spectrum, which club has won the most, I say one in inverted commas, uh, has received the most wooden spoons. This could be a tougher question because it's not a record that uh, the, this particular club is going to be proud of, but have a shot. I will tell you this club has won it 14 times, the wooden spoon, including six straight. Six straight hurts you from 56 to 61. Mike is correct with the Parramatta Eels, 14-time wooden spoon recipient. And, look, they won it three in a row in the 80s, so that's a proud club. Um, I feel like there's been a degree of bad luck. I was thinking about it today. You know, the, the grand finals that Paris made since the three-peat or, you know, in, in the NRL era, you make the grand final in 01, you come up against an immortal Joey Johns, one of the best to ever play it, the Knights win it. And then you make the final in 09, and I just talked about that. But there's an immortal you've gone up against there in Cam Smith, not to mention, you know, the other players that are on that storm side, but they were over the cap. So Melbourne was victorious. It was a, they were a bloody hard team to beat. We know why. Um, and talking about historically hard teams to beat, Para makes it again in 2022. And who do they face? You know, the greatest team in the NRL era at the peak of their powers in Penrith. And dare I say, a future immortal uh, on that side as well in Nathan Cleary. So tough sledding for Parramatta. Uh, and yes, that was the answer to question five, 14 wooden spoons. And that does conclude round one. So how did you go keep your score? It will be out of five. And we're going to roll into the name five round. where once again five points are up for grabs. As Mike reminds us, the Warriors have never won the spoon. So that's something to be proud of. Connor says at least Eels good at something. Okay, this could be a tough round five, uh, name five segment, but let's see how you go. I want cities that have hosted the winter 
Olympics. Again, there's many more than five, but you can score anywhere from one to five. If you know more than five, you're going to max out with a score of five. And while you're thinking about that, think about having a look at the odds on toppy. If you're coming up with any type of multi this summer, same game, all regular multi. We know the NFL's heating up. NBA's in another big season. Big Bash just got underway. Uh, so Toppy supports the tripod, as you know. But all I'm saying is compare their price. Make sure you get yourself top odds. Now, yes, Simo said the Magpies have won 18 wooden spoons. So sorry, I didn't. I may not have specified. I meant to ask current clubs. If anybody out there answered me and said Magpies, I'll give it to you because Simo's correct. They won 18, the Western Magpies, which means if someone did say West, I'll give that to you. That's fair enough. Um, I was reading into it, actually, and it said, oh, there's still debate over whether the 1908 wooden spoon should count because another team actually had more losses and or equal losses and a worse points differential but somehow got an extra buy, so finished higher on the ladder. Anyway, not here to debate who should have got the spoon in 08. We had to come up with Winter Olympic host cities, and I will even let you include the next Olympic Winter Olympics host if you know it. Uh, I'll definitely accept that. If you have no idea, you can still have a guess at just naming cities you think may have hosted this type of event. I have to admit, it used to be on my radar. I used to tune in and I uh, used to enjoy it, but I, I can't tell you that I remember a single thing from 2022. I don't know if it's just me not uh, following it as keenly as maybe in the past or if it's just not as big of an event anymore. I'm not sure, but I'm going to give you a little more uh moments to come up with your guesses and then we'll reveal the answers that you may have had and again no negatives for being wrong so up to five points up for grabs have a crack and if you are interested 2026 which if you've got that among your answers uh you can score it it is going to be in milan italy Let's work backwards and let's see how people did. Simo, no idea. Uh, look, I can see Nate has done pretty damn well there. He's got at least three or four. I can't tell you all of them going back through the history of Winter Olympics, but I looked back to the last kind of, say, uh, 30 years. So Beijing was the most recent in 2022. Pyeongchang, South Korea in 2018. Sochi, Russia, 2014. Vancouver. Canada, 2010, Turin, Italy, 06, Salt Lake City, 02, Nagano, 98, Lillehammer, 94. You can go all the way back to 1924. Uh, you may have to do your own research to check if you had another one that's not on the list. Uh, Lake Placid may be a memorable one that the miracle on ice occurred when the US beat the Soviet Union. So there's many of the most likely answers that you may have gotten. Well done. I can see Jeremy Kerwin, Nagano, Sochi, Pyongyang. Oh, is that the same city? I'm not sure if North Korea would have hosted it. I believe it was South Korea in 2018. Stockholm, uh, I can't say. Yeah, that would be one that you'd have to check if we're, if that was earlier than 94. I don't have that one at hand. Maybe a challenging round. Let me know how you went there, guys. Again, you got a score out of five, which means you add it to your round one and you got a score out of 10. Now get ready. Uh, big round three coming up including the last spot in the major prize.
Okay, let's do it. You know the drill by now. Five clues, one guess per clue. Five points up for grabs at the beginning if you get it after clue one. Minus one point for every additional clue that you might need, but you get to have a shot after every clue. There's no negative points. This will throw you straight into the major prize draw, which is going to be drawn out of a tripod hat in just a few minutes' time. We have how many? Seven people in the draw so far. Six, as in we've had six shows and the winner every week has gone in. There was a seventh person who corrected one of my incorrect answers. I threw Marcio in. And, of course, Jeff just got in earlier tonight. So that's eight. You can be the ninth person into the draw. And there's three major prizes up for grabs. If you are the first correct comment for tonight's Who Am I? And the uh, prizes, once again, Magic Round tickets, jersey of your choice, and some limited edition tripod merch you can't even buy. That's all thanks to Top Sport and Tripod. Let's get into the clues then, shall we? And, again, I don't think this will be an easy one, but obviously shoot your shot. Question one. I have played for Queensland and Australia 31 times combined. From 09 to 2021. Just going to jump into the second clue because it's going to get easier with each clue. And of course, you've got to combine the knowledge that you gather together until you can secure the answer. Two is I have captained the Brisbane Broncos since 2018. See some answers flying in, which is awesome. So that was clue two. Clue three, I was player of the competition in 2020. I'm not putting any answers up on the screen, so give you the best chance to have a crack yourself. Clue number four, I play halfback in the NRLW. Maybe you guessed from Queensland, Australia, certainly Broncos. You probably knew the sport. Now you know it's NRLW. But just in case you need any more clues, if it's on the tip of your tongue, clue number five, my first name is Ali. I want you to at least get one point out of this. And the answer is Ali Brigginshaw. And it looks to me like the first answers in are people who are already in the draw. No, I can see one's just come in. So Mike Harrison, I'm going to add you in the draw just because I saw Nate L and Jeff Craner both also got it and they're already in the draw. So well done, Mike Harrison. You're in as well. So uh, maybe that was a tricky one. If you watch any NRLW at all, I'm sure you got it. I'm sure I confused a few people when I said captain of the Broncos and you're thinking who that could be. But then I said player of the comp in 2020 and the men's team finished last and uh, took out the club's first ever wooden spoon. Speaking of spoons, so maybe at that point the penny dropped. It had to be a women's player. That was confirmed in clue number four. And uh, Ali Brigginshaw, legend of the women's game in rugby league. So she was the answer for this week's who am I? Okay. So well done, Mike. So Mike got in the draw. Jeff got in earlier. So nine people. In fact, I give them all a shout out. Nate L, Marcio Spindola, Cam Begini Collins, Lachlan Hall, Dan Cole, Jeff Biala, Connor Bayless, 
and then Jeff Craner tonight and Mike Harrison also tonight are in. I understand this draw is going to be very exciting for those people and less exciting for everyone else. So I will do it as quickly as I can. But what I'm going to do is with the three prizes on offer, I'm going to draw you out and the order you come out, I'm going to give people the choice. So whoever comes out first, if they want the Magic Ground tickets or they want the jersey or they want the tripod merch, they'll get the choice. Second place, second choice, third place, third choice. And then we're also going to elect a backup prize winner. Okay, not looking in my hat and I'm going to try and show it on the screen. I've picked a name there. We have Cambogeny Collins. Where's my camera? I don't know if you can read that too well. Hopefully you can because I want full transparency. Uh, and speaking of transparency, because of the green screen, it's kind of messing it up. But that does say Cambogeny Collins. So he got in. He's going to get first choice. And next in the major prize draw is Lachlan Hall. Well done, Lockie. I know he's tuned in many of the weeks. Not sure if he's in the show tonight. Appreciate that the, the light's doing funny things as well. I wanted it to be as transparent as possible. Hopefully you guys obviously trust me. Last one. Jeff Biala. So sorry, the guys that did get in the draw tonight did not end up winning, but you still actually do have a chance. Hope people can read that. Jeff Biala is that final name. Now, guys, just my experience of giving out so many prizes over the years with pod, jerseys, tickets, cash, right, you name it. Uh, it's hard to track people down. If you were one of those winners, Cambogany Collins, Lachlan Hall, Jeff Biala, comment on the actual comments of this YouTube video, right, not the chat, but the comments. Hit me up or get in contact with you, find out what you want and uh, and obviously get your details. Uh, or you hit me up on Facebook at Jacob Wynn. But sometimes with people who have played on YouTube, they never come back. They don't come back weeks later. Um, so I am going to elect a backup winner. And I am going to give backup spot to the first person who comments out of everyone else who was in the draw. So if you were in that draw and you're actually watching right now and you uh, watched it live and missed out, comment right now and you will be the backup winner. And that and if any of those three don't come forward to claim and there you go connor he's jumped in there so connor well done so you're the backup so if i don't hear from any of the three in the next seven days then you will be uh you will actually win one of the major prizes all right thank thanks heaps uh congratulations obviously to everyone who did just get drawn out and thank you to everyone who's gotten involved it's been a uh, been a good fun and hopefully you've enjoyed it sorry condolences to those that uh, missed out but uh you got to be in it to win it that's for sure all right let's keep going guys we've got a couple more rounds to play tonight so remember your score of course and who am i around was out of five if you got it after the first clue which i don't think anyone did in the comments minus one for every clue you did use Take that score into round four. Round four, the topic is name the game. I am going to give you an athlete. All you have to do is tell me the sport or game that they are known for. And the first athlete is Magnus Carlsen. Okay. 
And Magnus Carlsen is famous for being a chess grandmaster. He's from Norway, five-time world champion, highest ELO rating in the world for chess. You might argue it's not a sport. I said game or sport. Uh, although I, I looked into that as well, and the International Olympic Committee recognises chess as a sport, which means it could be considered for the Olympics if a host country nominated it. So there you go. Magnus Carlsen, chess. Question two. Olivia Dunn is famous for which sport? With many of these, I'm sure you either know it or you don't. Olivia Dunn is a gymnast. Now, if I go to the comments, did people know chess? Nate got it and several others smothered completely uh, out-of-the-box guesses. Strongman, skipping. But Connor got gymnastics, yep, and Nate also gymnastics, not badminton, Mike. And uh, Nate's right again, and TikTok. So Olivia Dunn, she's, she's represented the US, but she's also very well known, the reason you may know her, over 10 million people following her on social media, um, and that has made her one of the highest earning student athletes in the world because she still actually competes uh, at college at, the, at LSU. So Olivia Dunn, gymnastics. Question three, Valerie Adams. What is Valerie Adams' sport? Any Kiwis watching tonight? Mike's got it there. And JK, yep, uh, shot put. Uh, if you had said athletics or track and field, I'd give that to you as well. I'm sure the Kiwis knew four-time world champion, two-time Olympic champion, the only Kiwi I believe to ever win a gold medal in athletics field event. And if you knew that, you probably also know she's the sister to the only Kiwi in the NBA, uh, Stephen Adams is her brother. So that, that explains the height, which is, it certainly helps when you're launching a shot put as well. Question four. Name the game or sport Stephen Bradbury is associated with. Not snooker, Mike. Connor is right. Speed skating, Nate, onto it as well. We talked Winter Olympics before, so how about Stephen Bradbury, winner of Australia's first ever winter gold medal in that iconic final that where he showed the meaning of never give up and uh, also when they say anything can happen in sport, it really did. Of course, I think everyone remembers his four competitors crashed on the final corner and Stephen Bradbury went into the history books. Fifth question for round four. Name the sport Cadell Evans is associated with. Well done, Connor. Well done, Lockie. Lockie, just seen you in the chat now. So are you where you won the major prize draw? So you can get in contact with me. I know Lockie. I've met Lockie before at Tripod events. So he's a deserving winner for sure. So congrats. And he's right there too. Uh, Tour de France, the only Australian to ever win the Tour de France, Cadell Evans. Cycling was the answer there. 
And that concludes round four. Add your score from that round out of five, and we've just got the one round to go. Where we always look at questions linked to the last seven days. So tell me who won the first ever NBA in season tournament? Well done, JK. Lockie again. Connor Lakers is correct. 7 0 in the tournament. They beat the surprise pack at Indiana in the final in Vegas, and LeBron picked up the tournament MVP. Talk was it last week, the week before, about athletes that are extending their prime and doing ridiculous things at um, ripe ages? LeBron's certainly in that category. At 700 million US dollars for 10 years, that's right, 700 million. Who just signed the biggest contract in sport history? Plenty of people quick tonight. Lockie again. He's revved up. He's amped up. Shohei Otani. If you if you just knew the sport, I'll give it to you because if you don't follow it, maybe you didn't know. But you, it, this is the kind of story that... Um, is pretty big across world sport. Otani is a superstar signed with the LA Dodgers. I don't follow MLB, so I won't pretend to know, you know, exactly how you earn that amount of money. But I do know what makes Otani so special is that in a sport with such specialized positions, he is elite as a batter and a pitcher uh, to the point where I think if he was only a pitcher or only a batter, he would still be an all-star level player but he does both so i don't know you tell me in the comments if you follow baseball are there any other players you can classify as doing both of those roles for their team uh, i'm sure there's none on otani's level for sure but uh 700 million us that's over a billion dollars if you convert to australian dollars coming his way the details of the contract are fascinating because he's going to defer a major amount of the money but nevertheless uh insane dollars we're talking about as uh, Nate says, the Japanese guy, that's right, Japanese. Well, maybe there's extra marketability too uh, because of the popularity of baseball in Japan. Also, for Shohei Itani, the answer there, the Big Bash blasted off over the weekend. Which team, I want to know, is the current reigning Big Bash champion? Plenty of people uh, on fire tonight, and the Scorchers is correct. I mentioned last week Brisbane lost a lot of finals in 2023. This was one of them, the Heat losing to the Scorchers. That was the Scorchers' fifth BBL title, and I think they're literally playing right now, so you can switch over after the next couple of questions, guys, of course. Uh, another sporting event that just concluded or just kicked off, really, was the new season of the Rugby Sevens in Dubai. And I'm just interested if you can name the country that won the men's or the women's meets. And if you can't, just have a guess. You're going to get two chances to come up with uh, one country that was victorious at the first meet. 
How did you go? Did you have South Africa in the men's? Uh, Australia saluted in the women's. Yep, plenty of people onto it. Aussies winning the women's, Mike, not Argentina. That was a, worth a guess. Last question of the night where there was another mega money move this week. Uh, which golfer accepted a nine-figure multi-year deal with the Live Tour? And a lot of people know that one as well. Well done, Connor Lockie. John Rahm. I read various various figures, but a $300 million plus on offer. And someone's going to need to explain the details to, to this one to me as well because I thought it was already announced that the PGA and Liv had kind of merged. So, therefore, I didn't think there would be this level of poaching kind of top players by live, uh, but clearly I'm, I don't understand the, I don't, the clear picture there because uh, I did hear the chat that if Ram goes to live for this mega money deal, which he's taking up, he's number three in the world, but he may not get rankings points, may affect his ability to play other events like Ryder Cup. I know Ram had previously said he wouldn't go, but gee, money talks, that's for sure. And obviously they found enough to bring him across. And I saw interviews this week where he uh, he admitted it was a major factor. No kidding. So. Spain's John Rahm, the answer to the final question for tonight. How did you go there? That was, again, out of five, which means you'll have a score out of 25 for tonight, my friends. Let us know in the comments how you went, any feedback. I've only got one show to go, but I really am interested to know how everyone has found it, this little bit of fun we've had for the last seven weeks over the summer. We'll review the scoring tiers. You've done extremely well if you are a GOAT status tonight, 22 plus, but I don't know if anyone could have gone that well. Uh, there were some curly ones in there. 17 to 21 is All-Star, 13 to 16 champ, 8 to 12 grasshopper, and 0 to 7 Particip participation medal, but thanks for being here. And thank you for playing with me. Give the show a friendly like if you did enjoy it. Remember just one more show this year. That will be in seven days, so I hope you all have a great week until then, and I'll see you next Wednesday. Lego!